Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Ramble Mania probably brings to you, it is I, your inaugural Ramble Mania heavyweight champion, four-time Ramble Mania heavyweight champion, former and inaugural Ramble Mania tag team champion, Hazel the Eyes on me, joining along with me, as always, it's your boy, Jay Savage, one half of former Ramble Mania co-champions, we're here. Welcome to another edition of What Smackdown. We give you the good, bad, and who booked this shit on Friday night, Smackdown. Smackdown had a very special occasion here tonight. I, I Did they? Did they really? Mm, I don't know. We'll have to find out. <laughs> well, today was throwback Smackdown, and... Woo! All I'm gonna say is one sec. It was not as throwback as it was. <laughs> oh man, what can we say? I mean, SmackDown has been okay lately, but today was not one of those days. False advertisement for us, us fans. We was looking forward for out of maybe uh, a fist, maybe a oval entrance, but no. What did we get, um, Hazel? Apparently, they just gave us new generation bullshit. So, before we before we get on to, to everything that transpired on SmackDown, because you know everything that we talked about on Monday was just Monday's Raw rants, all the news and stuff. Um. What they gave us here was a load of crap, a load of false advertising of the fucking wazoo. SmackDown never debuted during the new generation. It debuted in the late 90s going into the new millennium. Yep. And they give us this bullshit. They they like they they opened the they basically opened the show with you know the rock you know talking saying smackdown over and over again the smackdown 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 hotel smackdown this smackdown that smackdown your ass and then they just show us all of this stupid dumb shit from the new generation you know the the crowd all these guys like uh, preparing the ring the cameras yeah. and they have the fucking saxophone playing in the background with eighties. Graphics. <laughs> Listen, who whoever was responsible for tonight's show? It was Vince McMahon. <laughs> this is the work of Vince McMahon. This it was, and, and the crazy thing, I was hyped, man. I was hyped for today, man. I'm like, yo, we get throwback SmackDown. I'm thinking throwback. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, like that first SmackDown that we got, or. You know, like a few years later, like, but no, we didn't. Yeah, get like we, we didn't, we didn't get like any SmackDown thing. We didn't get the. We didn't get that. We didn't get Marilyn Manson. We didn't get the. And I won't be denied. We didn't get any of that. We got stupid saxophone music. But to make matters worse, to make matters so worse throughout this whole show, not only were they just throwing in. The, uh, the old SmackDown logo, the very first one from the Attitude Era, throughout the entire show, 
They gave us a fucking VR version of the Ruthless Aggression SmackDown stage with the fucking fist. You have the fucking fist in the warehouse. You have the almost in the fucking warehouse. Use it. (laughs) Don't give us this shit. Pat McAfee, hold on. Pat McAfee looking like Vince McMahon here. And Michael Cole looking like Michael Cole from the old days with his old school denim button down shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You know, I was going to say, he got that shirt from Chalkline. Chalkline got that jacket. Yeah. And then, you know, the referees. Like, you know, they gave them a little bit of an old school feel, but not that good of an old school feel. They let them wear the Ruthless Aggression Smackdown referee blue shirts. Yo, it was like they were in so many different eras of Smackdown tonight. And then and, and then one era that they was never in. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they basically said, we're going to take all the errors from, the, from, all, from every Smackdown that we've done. We're going to roll it into one. Mm-hmm. That's not what you advertised. You advertised us the original SmackDown logo. You advertised it to be old school. I mean, when when you promoted the commercial, it was not what we expected because I thought we were gonna get the Attitude Era stuff. I mean, we weren't gonna get Attitude Era stuff on this show, mm-hmm. but you could have at least gave us that Attitude Era nostalgia. At least give us the stage, give us the theme, give us the opening pyro and all that stuff. Yes, we can't have crowds. I understand that. But at least I said this last week. Don't make this a fucking corporate thing. And they made this so fucking corporate. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that, bro. <laughs> and then you know, last but not least, when the when the wrestlers come out in the entrance, they don't even have the fucking the the the, the old school attitude or a smackdown template. Showing their names, they give us the new generation generic template. <laughs> Listen, I don't know, bro. I truly don't, don't like, like it wasn't what I was expecting. But thank God that the show was pretty okay. That I didn't have to really fucking annoy myself with the way that it looked. All right, well. I mean, yeah, again, the, the, the show here had 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 some moments, but you know, this is not this is not how you book and promote a throwback smackdown. This is not how you do it. You should have gotten rid of the LED posts, the LED apron, you should have gotten rid of all that. I if you were trying to do something nostalgic, keep it that way. If not, just fucking do what you've been doing the whole time. SmackDown should have never gotten a throwback episode. And a lot of people were telling themselves, like, oh, we were probably going to get the prototype SmackDown also, but giving us the old Raw stage. Mm. Well, we didn't even get that. <laughs> I would have been fine with that. Instead of, you know, just having the, the Thunderdome stage. Like, I understand that it, they, like, they don't have time to, to get everything out of the warehouse to bring it to Tampa to, to set up. But you could have at least, like, made it feel... It had it made it feel like it had this nostalgia vibe, but it didn't. The only thing you gave us was SmackDown moments and bullshit. And Tribal Chief. Yeah, like well, I mean, the the Tribal Chief thing, I'm I'm fine with that completely. But it's just everything else about here was just tr- uh, like the whole advertisement was just 
it, it was a complete disaster. It failed to live to his expectations. I think WWE needs to realize that, you know, just because Fox is doing old school stuff, you know, you at least follow, at least follow through with it. But you didn't even do that here. You, you didn't follow, you didn't follow your old school. Like your old school SmackDown was added, was mid at like around attitude around there. Yeah. So so I mean, I got one question for you. Are you ready for the SmackDown? <laughs> no, I guess you're not. So submitted to the approval of the Ramble Mania. So this is basically how Raw, I mean, this is how SmackDown fucked up nostalgia. Without further ado, let's get ready to ramble. Oh. Oh. Now, you know, all right. So we're going to talk about all the SmackDown moments that they showed here before we get to the, the good shit, which is, you know, the Tribal Chief opening up SmackDown. So they showed us one, two, three, four, five, seven clips within this two-hour period. Um, they showed us the very first uh, SmackDown match, which is the main event, The Rock versus Triple H for the WWF Championship with HBK as a special guest referee. You all know what happened there. The Rock tried to go for a people's elbow. Super kick, Triple H retains the championship on the very first SmackDown. We have the Austin and Booker T supermarket sweep fight. Probably the best segment that they had throughout the entire SmackDown series. Love and it was just, it was comedic. It was funny. Like, you know, when people watch SmackDown, though, like when they talk about moments in SmackDown, this is probably the one thing that they talk about because this was. You know, out of the ordinary, they, they took their sweet ass time in the supermarket and, you know, the, like the, the supermarket, like, got famous for it after that, I believe, because of everything that transpired. I have one question about that supermarket. Yo. Who the fuck all that fucking mess Austin did? <laughs> um, I'm, guess, I'm guessing the workers, because WWE paid them to film there. So if they paid them, they were going to break shit there. So they had to pay them extra for that. All the work, all the coworkers had to do was just clean up after. I'd be mad though. I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad. I'm like, hey, I'm cleaning up from where WWE took place. <laughs> I would have been perfectly fine. I would have been like, yo, I'll work overtime. I'll clean the whole supermarket. Fuck that. Ah, I'll yeah. be the biggest mark there. <laughs> so yeah, and then you know we go to Edge and Hogan beating Billy and Chuck to become the. Uh, WWE or WWF tag team champions on the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Edge teaming up with his hero for the first time to beat Billy and Chuck. Um, great moment there, but you know, that was before. This is now. We hate Hogan. <laughs> hey, Big Show and Brock Lesnar superplex ring implodes. <laughs> Craziest OMG moment to ever take place on SmackDown and I think, yeah, Taz said, holy shit there. Uh -huh. And the match ended via no contest. You know, the, the crowd was wild for this one. Yeah, nah, I, I, yo, I, I don't think the crowd was expecting it. So when it happened, like, it was just, it was, it, people lost their fucking minds. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, when we look at all, at all the other times, like the ring implode, I don't think ever, I don't think anyone's ever going to top what Brock and Big Show uh -huh. did there. No, because like I just said, people weren't expecting that spot to happen. You feel me now? Now it's like weird. Like now when they try to go for a spot, they like, okay, okay. Now they're they going for something, you know, like 
Like you, you could tell now, but before you didn't know. So we told that when that happened, that caught everybody by surprise. Yeah. We also have Kurt Angle making his open challenge, basically the whole debut of the Ruthless Aggression era, the debut of John Cena. Then what do you have? What could you have? Ruthless Aggression. Big moment in John Cena's career. I mean, if if everyone used to watch OVW back then, he was known as the prototype. Yes. And, you know, he... I mean, he wasn't in the SmackDown 6, but he was a part of that big OVW 4 with Randy Orton, Batista, Brock. So he, he kind of he kind of fit in that category with OVW. But, you know, we always will remember the SmackDown 6, which is the Guerreros, Edge, uh, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, and oh, I forgot who the other one was. Undertaker? I believe so. Undertaker was hot, and Undertaker was, was hot hot for a while on SmackDown. We had um, Arnold Schwarzenegger actually making his debut on SmackDown. I think he was promoting his, one of his movies. Uh, I, I forgot what it's called. I think it was City of Angels around that time. Probably and not. he was doing guest commentary for a main event match that Triple H was in. And, you know, biggest moment ever, you know, Arnold punching Triple H and beating him down on, on like on the commentary table and having a beer with Austin. And that one moment, that one moment that they that had that they had that beer, Arnold should have gotten stunned on that night. Well, he should have, yo. Everybody gets stunned, bro. Yep. And then the final moment to for the throwback SmackDown. Well, there was a bonus uh, moment here because they showed us a a five second mini clip of Icro Pro. All uh, they just showed was like some guys like roid up thighs, like lifting weights, and then they showed Icro Pro. I'm like, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what I was trying. That's what I was trying to figure out. That, that's what it was. Yeah, and then the final SmackDown moment, we have Eddie Guerrero and Vince McMahon. You know, having fun on Eddie's Lowrider. Oh, you you missed you. Oh, you missed the other commercial. The other commercial was the ice cream bar commercial. I mean, it, I'm not really counting that because it didn't, it didn't fit as a SmackDown moment. It was just there for the for the production. Yeah, but it's still old school, though. It's old school. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't around when SmackDown debuted. All right, this is supposed to be you know SmackDown's Attitude Era, not the new generation. You know, yeah. so so I, 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 like. I mean, yeah, they showed us the ice cream bars. You know, ice cream, yay! CM Punk must be looking at this like, I was supposed to do that. I was supposed to do that shit. I was supposed to bring back the ice cream bars. Imagine like my WWE just now. Okay, we're getting the official ice cream bars again. Like, what the fuck? So, we officially. So here's what SmackDown. We officially open up with the Tribal Chief, main event Jey Uso, Paul Heyman coming out. Roman with the new theme, just oh, that shit goes hard as fuck. So, one thing that I noticed because I used to complain that um, when they had Velcro on the championships, it was a big fucking problem that I had because it, it just it made the belt look so commemorative, like bite off Toys R Us now. Yeah. So Roman is the only person in WWE to not have Velcro on his championship. He has like the actual. Belt snaps and uh, yeah, uh, he's a tribal chief. He don't want no velcro on his damn belt. All right, so he wants to hear. He wants to hear this. This is the sound he wants to hear. Okay, 
This is just the sound he wants to hear. He yeah, don't want this. To hear. This. He wants to hear that. Yeah. Wait, right. wait. Let me let me get close to the mic. Let me let me do that. What is it? That ASMR shit. Yeah. Oh, let me get a moment of silence real quick. Hold on. Let me get this close to the mic. All right. If you guys can hear this, this is what Roman has on his championship. Okay, actual snaps. Not so. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking uh, sandpaper fart. That's what. That's what he wants. He doesn't want nothing that that sounds like it's like it's tearing apart. So all three men are in the ring. They're going to do a ten bell salute because last week Daniel Bryan was defeated and he's no longer on SmackDown since we talked about it on Raw. <laughs> he's on the alumni list. And they do a 10-bell salute. And normally when they do a 10-bell salute, they have the timekeeper ring the bell 10 times. Paul Heyman's like, timekeeper, you're on vacay today. I got this. I got I'm going to do the sound. Ding! And, you know, while Paul Heyman's doing it, you can literally see Roman bowing down, like, trying to make himself serious. But he's laughing while Paul Heyman's doing it. It's like, ding! 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 And then that's just, just annoying. So, yeah, Roman basically talks about how he uh, basically got Daniel Bryan out of SmackDown, good riddance, and, you know, there's no one, you know, to, to fucking... There's no one for Roman to, to, to compete against now. I mean, yes, there is, because now you're going to have this match with Cesaro, but we're going to talk about what happens later. So, you know, uh, a, big uh, well, a big surprise here for Throwback Friday Night SmackDown. The return of Jimmy Uso. So oh. now the whole family is back together. Kind of. Kind of. We'll, when, when I mean by kind of, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. So everyone's now back together. Cesaro comes out. And he now cuts his promo. He says how he's going to beat Seth Rollins tonight. And after that, he's going to go after Roman Reigns and his Universal Championship. Seth Rollins comes from behind. Axe handles Cesaro on the back of the head. They just assault him, and they keep assaulting him. And then another return takes place here. You know it's the Mac Militant coming to get it on. And then fucking Teddy Long comes in and just like, I was ready to hear tag team match player. No, we got this instead because Sonya forced him to say it. Cesaro, if you beat. Seth Rollins here tonight in your one-on-one -on -one match. You will go one-on-one -on -one with, with Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at Redacted Backlash. Holla, holla, holla. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. He forgot to say player, man. I don't, I don't think he can say player nowadays, man. No, he, he has to say when it's a tag team match. Oh, yeah. Yes. Tag yeah. team match, player. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, what 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 did you think of this uh, this whole this whole opening segment? Well, like White Castle. Listen, I'll be honest, boy. Like, I I was hyped to finally see the boy, the boy Jimmy Uso back, man. I've been waiting for a while for my boy to come back. It it was like like once I once I heard the song, like I'm like, wait, somebody's coming back. It was I heard the song, I'm like, oh my, like, let's go. I'm like, the boy is back. About to get crazy. But now nah, it was fire. It, it was it was dope. Um yeah, but that uh you see and, and look 
this 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 is the big difference between Raw and SmackDown. You see how SmackDown, how SmackDown is building, they building their storyline, right? While Raw does its super shit. Bullshit. You feel me? Like SmackDowns are just taking taking the time to develop their story. Cause now they, they have two stories within within one story. That that they yeah, 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 yeah. They have two stories within one because they have Roman Reigns and Cesaro. And then you have J- Jimmy Uso with Roman Reigns, so you have now now you have two stories in one, which I which I think is pretty cool because they they it's working out pretty well. It's not like it's too much in one; like it's it's working out really well. So, um, the segment itself is pretty good, man. I'm just really looking forward to see like what happens. So now we have the we come back from commercial. We have the matches: Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, but also. The Usos are are at ringside, technically in the corner of Seth Rollins here. Yes, sir. So, what were your thoughts on this match? Um, so I was a little. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little. How how would you say? I was. I was, I was confused. There you go. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. Um, I was a little confused because I didn't know why Jimmy and Jay Uso were out there with Seth Rollins. But then, while the match kept on, which these these two guys they they they're very athletic, so they're gonna they're gonna put up they're gonna put up a good match. It was it was it was good. It was good for the amount of time that they had to do that. But then I finally realized what Jimmy and Jay were out there to do. Jimmy and Jay were out there pretty much to do to distract Cesaro. That didn't end up happening because so um New Day rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine like New Day Well, you said because, so I had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so so I I I, be, I believe it was what one of the Usos went went to the he 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 went he went up he went up the steps. I think it was J- Jimmy went up the steps. Then Jay then Jay tried to strike them. He he hit Jay. And Jimmy came back down. Then I guess so I, I I I believe something happened in the outside. Then the next thing you know, Seth Rollins went uh, went outside while Cesaro was on the ground. The Usos were basically like in between Cesaro. Seth Rollins rolls out of the ring. He pushes Jay out of the way. He's like, I don't need your help. I can do this myself. I'm yeah. not Roman. Stand the third. So I, I, I don't know what happens here. I, I believe Jimmy does something like this, like hit Seth here. Oh, that, 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 that was what I remember. He, he, okay. So he, he super kicked him. He super kicked, um, he super kicked, um, Seth Rollins. He super kicked Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins pushed, um, you know, like Jay. Um, Jay so Jimmy got tight. Jimmy super kicked um Seth. Then Cesaro comes. Cesaro does like a, a like a sideways dive, you know, sideways dive, knocks him down. Then he, he picks up he picks up Seth on and put him in the ring. Uh, put him in the ring, hits his finisher. Then and then um then wins. Um honestly, it was a good back and forth, man. It was a good back and forth, and like I said, you got stories building because simply because they caused Seth Rollins to match. They were out there to make sure that um, Cesaro lost. Well, te- technically, technically, with this whole story that's going on, Jimmy was the one that caused Seth Rollins the match. Hey, no, yeah, that's I, 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 I was getting there. Like, um, yeah, so like 
the storyline, the storyline that's that's building there is pretty much you feel me like Jay, you know, Jay Uso is trying to was trying to protect his brother, but he ended up, you know, yeah, he 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 did protect his brother, you know, his brother got pushed, whatever, he super kicks off. But in the eyes of the tribal chief, that was the wrong thing to do because to benefit the tribal chief, you wanted Cesaro to lose. You him super kicking Seth Rollins, that that you know it didn't it didn't work out to the benefit of the tribal chief because now the tribal chief has to face Cesaro, you know he he has to defend his you know on his unit his universal championship. So um, honestly, this segment is uh, this match itself it was it was good. I enjoyed it because like I said, you have you already have a storyline there, and now there's another storyline building up as well. So it was dope. It was good. I thought it was a good opener to to start the show. Really, yeah. Um, again, like everyone, everyone here is in a everyone here is in a story. I mean, besides Seth Rollins, he's gonna end his rivalry with Cesaro here because he's gonna go after the Universal Title. But now there's now there's there's new things added to the story with Jimmy Uso now getting involved because now we need to know where he where where he sides with. Does he side with his brother? which we're going to talk about in a minute, or does he side with his family, which is his brother and his cousin? So we go backstage now, and Seth Rollins is livid because the Usos kind of basically screwed Seth Rollins from beating Cesaro. And, you know, yes, these two have history. This is basically the first time that they interacted with each other because they've been on the same stage, but they never really, like, you know, said things to each other. They just kept them separate. So this is like the first time maybe in a while that we see them together doing this and you know both of them being heels and different characters awesome so yeah Seth is basically complaining to Roman about how his cousin cost him the match but Roman has a counterpoint there yes his cousin did cost him the match but technically Seth Rollins cost Seth Rollins lost the match which now is which now leads to Roman having to clean up Seth and Jimmy Uso's mess by beating Cesaro at redacted backlash sure so yeah, now the tribal chief has got to take care of this this himself. If you can see the air quotes, him the, himself. <laughs> hey, someone's interfering in that fucking match. Of course. Oh come on, listen, man. We we know this, man. We already know this. <laughs> so then at the end, Seth says, "You better take care of it, or I will." And you know the promo ends there. I mean. This that's, is, something, that's, that's something that's sparking up. That one is sparking up, but it's sparking up very slowly. That one, like the the the, the rivalry between them two, like we're not gonna get it anytime soon, but it's coming, like it's building up. It's build that one is building up, but it's building up, it's gonna be building up very slowly. That one. So now we cut backstage to Teddy Long and Sonya Deville in the office, they talk about how, you know, it was a good idea adding the stipulation to the match that happened earlier. Sami Zayn now comes in. You know, he's talking to Teddy Long, he's talking to him about the documentary, and he's like, if you don't know what's going on here, there's this big conspiracy going on with me and WWE and all this other nonsense. And classic Teddy Long shit. It's like, you will go one-on-one with The Undertaker. And it's like, I think these people forget that the Undertaker is retired, my guy. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I don't know. It's, I'm not even gonna go there because this is just ridiculous. I don't like how they're like how Teddy Long is like 
being used now after he just got inducted. Like, they're making this comedic joke. I mean, yeah, he was funny at first, but now it's just like it's getting ridiculous. Because now he's just he, he's trying to he's trying to make himself look like our truth, forgetting things. And I'm like, no, like, don't have him do that. Like, you think that, that, you think that was just playing around. I'm pretty sure it's like. I mean, yeah, I know it's a joke, but still, it's like, can't do that with everyone all the fucking time. So, basically, he, he tag team match player, 10-man tag. So, yo, we haven't got, we, look, let's be honest, we haven't got a 10-man tag match in a while. So, while they were announcing the 10-man tag, and Teddy Long was announcing, I see you're rolling up there, I'm about to light up. Teddy Long is announcing... Uh, Sami Zayn's opponents in the 10-man tag. While he's announcing them, there's another fucking camera angle popping off that shows Sami's face reacting to all the people that he's facing. Like, you could have stayed in that one shot that you had. Why do you have to switch to another shot? We didn't Bro. need that, especially if it was behind Sonya. Like, where was that camera? Whoever that person was, they got they got talking, they got spoken to. I promise you that. And then dancing. Fucking dancing. Listen, just because you don't like to dance, do not shit on other people having fun with their dancing. <laughs> I like to dance. I like the I like the little ah 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 that it's it's nostalgic. It's nostalgic to all of us that seen that watch him back in the days. Mm, but this is this is not nostalgic. This is not nostalgic at all. This is false advertising bullshit. I mean, more backstage, more backstage shit now. Roman is sitting on his favorite chair, looking all serious like this. His cousin's coming. Now he has to basically confront Jimmy for what he did. I brought you back. I brought you back into the family. I brought you back to acknowledge me. And now you're disrespecting me. You cost Seth Rollins a match for me to have to face Cesaro at a pay-per-view? I got to clean your mess now? What kind of shit is this? Me and your brother, we got an operation going here. And then he stops his cousin from talking. It's like, first of all, you're not going to talk down to me like that or my brother. Second of all, I ain't no bitch. And he should have ended with bitch also at the end <laughs> and then walk off. He should have, but you know. WWE. Nah, but that was uh, honestly that like I was like, yo, it's about time, yo. Like, I get it, but he gonna fall in line. He gonna he gonna he gonna fall in line. All right. Yeah, like the whole thing is whether or not well, this this whole episode was not ba- was not mainly all about the nostalgia here. It was I think they try to make this all about you know the whole family where Jimmy falls in line here, and you know when we see at the end what happens. We know where we we sort of know where he stands, kind of. But you know, I do believe at that point next week, if we watch it, he's still gonna have second thoughts about what he did. Of course, of course. it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna take some time, just like his brother. It took his brother to get his ass whooped and a few and you know a few other things, you know, to finally acknowledge Roman Reigns as the head of the table. So. That, that's exactly gonna happen. That's exactly what's gonna happen with the twin. That's exactly, exactly what's gonna happen. You feel me? If if they might not fight, they might not fight because he might learn his lesson quick. 
we might not get a Roman Reigns versus versus Jimmy this time. Like, nah, because I feel like Jimmy's a little smarter. He because his brother is there, and every time he sees brother getting beat up, he's gonna wanna he's gonna wanna help his brother. Not he not help not help Roman, but help his brother. You feel me? We have Ruby Riot being accompanied by Liv Morgan taking on a returning Carmella. Yeah. Did Carmella come out with anybody? No. Oh. She just came out by herself. So, yeah, what were your thoughts on this match? Uh, to be honest, you ain't here to match. <coughs> Did she come out with anybody? Did you think I watched that match? Nope. I'd be honest, I was smoking at that time, so I did not watch that match. Um, so, The match me. was whatever. I mean, I, I don't understand why Carmella needed this win. It was... Eh, I mean, for if there's one thing that I could say, I mean, I, I have to do, I, we have to deal with this on Raw now because he's there. But now that Corey Graves is not on SmackDown, he doesn't have to have a, he doesn't have to chew on those blue chew pills every fucking time Carmella comes out. But now he's, he's, he's taking, he's taking the whole blue chew bottle, blue chew bottle, swallowing it whole for Eva Marie. Yep, the all red, Miss All Red, everything. He better chill before Carmella beat his ass. He's he he needs to chill. Period. For every time a, a, a hot woman comes, even for Mandy Rose, you need to chill. He's the new generation of Jerry Lawler. Like, didn't you just like? Didn't you cheat on your wife or like whatever? Whoever cheated on who? Whatever the fuck it was. Like, I understand that you're supposed to be this generation's Jerry the King Lawler because in this. In this PC world, we can't say puppies anymore. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be horny. They gotta be horny every time a hot girl comes out. <laughs> yo, pack, let's do it. But yo, this match was just—it was whatever, bro. It, it wasn't—I I didn't. Even, I want to care because I like Ruby Riot. She's a very good competitor, but she didn't deserve this. She did not deserve this, not one bit. I don't care if Carmella came back after a fucking neck injury. She did not need to win. She doesn't. But the fact that they gave this to her, it's like, why? Yeah. So. I feel you, man. Whatever. It, it, it was. It <laughs> was like, 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 I don't even know what the fuck you say. That's it. Just yeah, like, that's just it. It was just, it was just there. That's all it was. It was there. So, I mean, now, like, I, again, I didn't, I, I, I cared a bit for what it tried to do because, again, it's Ruby Riot, and I like when Ruby Riot competes. She's an amazing competitor. But again, she didn't deserve this type of treatment, especially losing to someone like Carmella of all people. Jamal, listen, Carmella, she's good, bro. She might she might not be the best, but she's she's okay. I mean, yes, yeah, she's okay. She still she still she gets adulation for what she's done. She's improved, you know, after everything with James Ellsworth and you know Reginald. Listen, I'll say this about Carmella, right? She's came a long way. All I'm just gonna say is this don't team her with Eva Marie. Don't. Because that's what it almost feels like they're going to do maybe within the next year or so. If Eva Marie can't even do anything singles-wise, I feel like they're going to put these two together just so they got hide their weaknesses that they suck as singles wrestlers. Uh, Carmella does not suck as a single wrestler. Well, now she doesn't, but still, it's just, you know, I I don't... I, she she has improved, but it, I just... I... I, I don't see nothing in her. I don't. 
All right, so we we now cut to Bailey uh, coming out. She's about to cut a promo, celebrating all the women's champions of WWE. Basically, anyone who's held the women's title, not the butterfly belt. Yes, sir. So she gets on. Oh God! And then while they're doing that, they're they're just showing the stupid VR of the fucking fist. It doesn't need to be there. There's a fucking stage there. <laughs> why? Why? Just why? I'm about to lose his mind. I'm, I've, already, I've already lost my mind with this false advertisement shit because I was here to watch some SmackDown. I was here to see some Ovaltrons, some Pyro, some nostalgia shit, some actual good throwbacks. But you didn't even give us that. You couldn't even deliver that to us. And hey, that was embarrassing. You get what they give you. <laughs> you get what they give. You think because you could throw, like, what, a bunch of snippets of old school moments here, it makes it nostalgic? No. <laughs> it really doesn't, though. No, it doesn't. It's just, it's, again, it's a cheap stunt to pop a rating. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, you're right. You ain't lying. So, Bailey's in the ring. She has her, she has the mic. And she talks, she builds up her match with Bianca Belair. But before she talks about Bianca Belair, she has a list, not like Chris Jericho. Not the list of Jericho. She wants to list down the the greatest women's champions in WWE history. She starts off with Alundra Blaze, then Jacqueline, then Lita, then Trish Stratus, Ivory. Beth Phoenix, and then the final one who just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, Ron Holly. And then the final one that she brings up is Bianca Belair. And she talks about how Bianca Belair is, you know, basically, Bailey talks about how everyone that she listed as the greatest women's champion because she had her 380-day combined reign as the two-time SmackDown women's champion, they are not on Bailey's level is basically what she is implicating. And she is throwing some actual facts here, but there's something that you uh, forgot is that Charlotte is already on your level. She's past your level. She's past your level. And all you have to do is beat her so you could be above her. And then you can say that Charlotte is not above Bailey's level. She talks about how Bianca Belair is insecure and all this other stuff. And then Bianca comes out. She comes out and, you know, then they, they have the little face off, you know, how she says that, you know, she's not insecure. She's not, you know, whatever. She's not self-confident. She knows that she can beat Bailey and she's going to walk out still. And she said it um, plain and clear. She's going to become the longest SmackDown Women's Champion. Bailey laughs, tries to go for a double leg takedown. Bianca is not having it. At they, all. they start fighting. Um, after uh after Bailey's like on the mat, Bianca Belair gets back up. She takes one earring off of her ear, and then Bailey goes after the other earring, like yanking it and all that other stuff, like pulling her ear, taking her to the corner and just beating on her and beating on her and laughing at her too while like, you know, beating her. He's like, are you listening to me? I'm going to be the next woman's champion. I will be beating you. She goes down the ramp and she laughs, ending the whole segment from there. Mm-hmm. 
I thought I thought it was a good segment. It, like it was it was a decent segment. It wasn't bad. Like once again, SmackDown does a great job in building building their storylines. Like this is this is one of them. You feel me? They I feel like they're doing pretty good with Bianca Belair. I feel I, I feel like the way like the way the path that she's going right now, she's going on a good path. They should keep it, they should keep it this way for you know for a little bit. Like keep her this way. Don't don't add nobody. Don't like just keep it like this. She's on a she's on a good roll. This is good for Bailey. Bailey does not need to win the title. She doesn't. You know, um, she's she's a, she's already great as it is. She doesn't need the championship. If she does get the championship. You know, it'll, it'll be cool, but I want to see it on Bianca Belair. I want to see it on her. I want to see what she can do with SmackDown Women's Championship. So, yeah, the segment was the um, – this little segment was good. The back and forth was, was dope. I like the segment. It was okay. I mean, I really liked – I would really love to see what these two do at Redacted Backlash. This is one of the matches that I'm actually most excited for because mm-hmm. I like Bailey and I love Bianca Belair. And I do believe that these two are going to put on – I, I'm hoping it's a show stealer. I really hope so. I thought you're gonna be. Like, I thought you're gonna be. A, I thought you're gonna say a clinic. <laughs> no, no, not, not even that. Because I know that I know that. Like when the rivalry continues with them, I know I have a feeling that they're gonna do some type of like gimmick match because Extreme Rules is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So in order to build this match up, you got to put them in some type of gimmick situation to. So maybe end the robbery or, you know, like how you said, you know, uh, they're going to go on a clinic with, with the Extreme Rules match. So I'm hoping that's what they do. So now we cut backstage. We have Jimmy Uso pacing back and forth. His brother comes out and basically he asked him, did you really mean all that shit you said back there? And, you know, Jimmy Uso was he, like, he really meant it. He cares for his brother. He's like, look, everything that you're doing, you're doing for Roman. Roman's not doing this for the family. He's doing this for him. Mm-hmm. If you're fighting for him, if you if you're standing up for Roman, you're fighting for him. He's not fighting for you. I bet you. I bet if you go back there and you ask him if he needs you, he'll tell you no. Well, if you if he's in a match, he'll need you just in case he gets in trouble. Exactly. Man. So Dude. Jimmy Jimmy says at the end, you know what I see. I see the universal champion, the tribal chief Roman Reigns, and the Usos, SmackDown tag team champions. And they give us some thought. And again, this is again, this is this whole thing. Like, where does Jimmy fall in this whole thing? Where does he go from this? And you know, when he said that final part, it's like, okay, so he is gonna stick with his family. But maybe he's gonna do something in order to make things right with with um with them so that they can be reunited as one. So when we get to the end, I think that's what we're gonna finally see uh, them you know do what they need to do. And I like this because this is this is a very passionate promo from these two. Very heart, very heartful, very very good. Very passionate. Yeah, and they improved a lot with their talking, too, because they weren't good talkers back then. But when they switched their characters, they've improved a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah these, these these are my boys, man. I've always been a big fan of them, and I'm happy to see them, man. I'm, I'm happy to see that both, you know, that we could be we finally get to see both of them on screen together, man. Let's get, right. the, get the tag team titles on, you know. 
We have the Mysterios coming out. Rey Mysterio is going to be going one-on-one against Dolph Ziggler, or is he? Mm, is he now? So, Dolph right. Ziggler comes out with Robert Roode, Bobby Roode, whatever the fuck. Yeah, a promo. <laughs> Basically, egging on Dominic Mysterio. About how he doesn't belong. He doesn't belong in WWE and everything else. You know, it's... Uh, so like he's just he's trying to egg him on all this other shit like push his buttons and i think he pushed it a little too far to the point where dominic said you know what dad no no you're not wrestling tonight i am he's like are you sure yeah i am so and again more false advertising so instead Why? of ray versus dolph we have dominic versus dolph in one-on-one match bad. I'm not fake advertising. Yes, it is because they promote they promoted this match. They promoted well, Ray versus Dolph. They yeah. had a graphic for it. That's false advertising. If you're not even giving us that match, I don't yeah. care if, if I don't care if card subjects have changed. I guess. <laughs> so yeah, what did you think of this match between Dominic and Dolph Ziggler? Okay, it's always good to see um how well Dominic does in the ring and in the ring. He's cause honestly, like, like when I watch him, cause I don't, I don't know, but like, so sometimes I do miss like some of his matches, but when I, when I watch him, it's like, yo, he's, yo, like he has, he has the potential. Like, I feel like by the, like right now, how old, how old is he? Like, he's like, he's like in his teens or he's like waiting in his twenties. Who Dominic? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's like tw- I think he's like in his early to mid twenties, like 22, 21, I believe. Yeah, like he's still he's still young, yo. So like it's like you know like this kid is gonna he's just gonna get better. Like if he if he's playing his all into it and he gets in great shape, like this kid, this kid, like he he he's gonna he's gonna do stuff. Like he's gonna do some amazing stuff. But this um this match is like it's it was good. But I'm at the point where I, I just want to see the Mysterio win the title so they can leave from Robert Wood and Dolph Ziggler. Like, like it's it's good. It's it, it's a good rivalry because it's helping develop Dominic Mysterio as well. But it's like they've been now yeah they've been going at it for a little bit. So it's like I just want I just want to see the Mysterio win the title because I think this is where it's going. They, the Mysterio is going to win the title because they're going to make history and they're going to become the first father and son duo to win to win the tag team championships. Yeah, and they um they made the match official for a redacted backlash. It will be the Dirty Dogs versus the Mysterios, Mysterio. the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and we'll finally get the father son tag team championship duo that WWE now has to do. Well, they don't have to, but they they want they put they've been pushing it OD. I like this match. I mean, I, I like Dominic, what he's doing here. He He's improved so much, you know, after his whole thing with Seth Rollins. He's done, I mean, yes, he's stuck in a tag team division for now with his father until his father passes in the torch and he goes his own way. But, you know, I don't, seeing him compete here against, you know, a veteran like Dolph Ziggler, it was a really good match because, you know, Dolph, Dolph could sell for anyone. 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 And he made Dominic look great here. My only problem with Dominic is his gear. 
Yeah, I don't like how. What well, wasn't it? Wasn't it like a one piece? Now it's a two piece. It's it looks well the well okay now I see it. It's a two piece because the 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 upper body uh, attire is tucked into his tights. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine, but I don't like it per se, especially if 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 you have a fucking turtleneck on your fucking attire like that is that's stupid. He's hiding hickeys in his foster. But again, this is like this kid. He he impresses me. Ever since I got back watching SmackDown, this kid has impressed me week after week. You know, he's been taking his bumps. He's selling pretty. He's selling good. He's fought. He you know he's following the steps very well. And I think his father taught him very well. And everyone in the performance center that he trained under taught him really good too because. He's learning the ropes very quickly within his rookie year. I mean, yeah, he's not at the championship level material that, you know, we're not going to see him in yet because it takes time for someone like him to bloom. You don't want to push someone like Dominic Mysterio because of his lineage and his father. And then he's not ready. And then he's not ready. And then the crowd, you know, is against it. Because the crowd is harsh, so the crowd is if you're not good in the crowd, the crowd is not behind you. Yeah, that's the thing, and you know, like there's a big difference too with you know the virtual crowd and the real crowd. If it was a real crowd, then yeah, if if they were pushing Dominic Mysterio that quickly, you know, after his father left, then that dad would have that it would have gone completely off the rails if there was a real life crowd there. Yeah, you're right. But I'm glad that you know Dominic is you know you know learning everything with everyone that he's facing step by step because yes this is a this is a uh, this is his proving ground every week he has to go out there and prove himself and he's being taught a lesson against everyone that he faces and he's getting advice from his father you know the refs are helping him too letting him know what he needs to do and all this other stuff well he, then, was, well, he was in a little thing with Brock Lesnar bro at a young, at the age that he's in bro yeah so the match ends with the the most over-move in pro wrestling history with a fucking roll-up. Yeah. Shocking. I wouldn't call it shocking, but... It, it, I know. I'll tell you part. I mean, I, I, does Dominic have a have an actual finisher besides stealing his father's moves? No. Okay, no. then. So, you have to win with a roll-up, at least. <laughs> so, yes... They did give us something nostalgic here because in the Attitude Era, we did have some intergender matches here or there, yeah. but it was not as intergen it was not as intergender as the Attitude Era was because what did Reginald do throughout this whole entire fucking match? We do flip, 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 game over, flip, flip. <laughs> I'm just like, holy fucking shit. No, but no, no lie. Even though he just did flips, like he didn't touch her or nothing like that. This guy is very fucking athletic. Can we have him team up with John Morrison after the Miz breaks up with him and just yeah. call him parkour boys? Parkour. Well, he he's amazing, but like what he does in that ring, like we haven't seen nothing. We just see him flip around, but those flips are fucking crazy. Like, go ahead, Reggie. Look, man. Well. All I'm gonna say is like boring as shit. I didn't care. So before, like before the match even took place, we have Roman backstage sitting on his favorite chair in his in his in his next pose. He's like this now. Hey. And Paul Heyman shows up. It's like I do something about this. I need my cousin. 
and Paul Heyman being a smart ass, which okay. won. Roman, Paul has this look like he just pissed himself after Roman looked at him seriously. Like, are you for real, my nigga? Like, are you for real? You fucking walrus, are you for real? You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the main event. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> that, like, that was hilarious to, to a point. And... Again, you know, with that with that whole intergender match, I didn't care. I don't think we cared because we cut backstage to now, uh, you know, very, very old school, very 90s thing that they did here. And yes, this was another nostalgic thing that they tried to put into the whole throwback SmackDown. You know, they, they, they you know, since they can't give us anything, anything nostalgic that we wanted, they tried to, you know, throw in whatever they can nostalgic here little by little. That's why we said that, you know, there was every little piece of SmackDown here besides the one that, you know, they were promoting. Yep. So very 90s backstage pre-match promos, Apollo and his team. It's like, you got the king of Corbin. You got the, you got the heavy of Otis, the strategic of Chad Gable. And then, (laughs) <laughs> he just looks at Sami Zayn like, so Sami Zayn like touches the Intercontinental Championship while he's doing the promo, <laughs> and like he's he's made, I'm taking these men to battle. We are going to war tonight, and we all become victorious. Ah! And then we go now to the faces doing their fucking promo. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> They're getting you know Kevin Owens is sitting there with his arms crossed, and of all fucking things. I hate what they're doing with my boy Nakamura here. I, I don't I don't love it. I don't like it. Can can we can we get what we were supposed to get a long time ago? But now you fucking robbed them from it and gave gave us some bullshit. Can we get Roman versus Nakamura, please? Yes, yo. Of, of all things, you know, Oscar said it when the Street Profits were on Raw. Now they made Nakamura said it. We want the smoke. <laughs> like no, you want the smoke, bro. Let me let me have some smoke, bro. So there we go. None of these guys get a fucking entrance. The match just begins when we come back from commercial. Ten bro. man tag. They're already in the mid. They're already in the ring, beating the shit out of each other. Literally. Look, guy, Rainbow. What you think on this match? Honestly, it was. All right, no. Okay, yeah, no, I do have something to say. Okay, now I love my boy Montez Ford, and I love when he be doing those dives outside the ring. But niggas need to start catching this guy, okay? Oh my god, yes, they need bro. to. He's gonna he's gonna break his back, bro. Bro, this guy be falling on his <coughs> back, bro, because people are either not there or just getting there, and this man is just taking full impact. Right to the back, yo. Like, 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 like today, ahead, like today, like, like Otis, Otis, kind of, kind of got got there, on, like a little bit on time, just a little bit, but you could still see like half of his body like hit the mat too, like hit the floor. Like it's just, you know, it's just, you, you guys got to do better, man. Like if this this guy is literally sacrificing his, his life doing a dive outside, catch him, man, catch him. Like, do you, do you remember? Um, on on Monday Night Raw, it was a tag team match between the Street Profits and I believe it was Andrade and 
uh, Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team titles. They did the uh, yeah. Montez Ford fucking jumps, does his fucking yeah. fall off the top rope. Austin Theory was supposed to catch him. And, does. and he lands on the fucking steel ramp. I remember that. I remember that. That dude got air, but bro, you got a fucking oh my! If, if niggas is not gonna catch you, yes, right. yes, I do blame some of the wrestlers for not catching him on time or not even being there to like you know grab him for safety. But yo, Montez Ford, like literally, he he goes full on speed. He's like he's like most he's like most of the other like guys like in AW like Ray Phoenix or you know, you know going completely overboard when they do like shit over the top rope or through the ropes. And they you know, like on the fucking crowd. You know what that reminds me of? It's just it's just different. Remember when fucking Paul London came in running and then he slid, he slid from one end to the ring all the yep. way outside. <laughs> that, that's what it kind that what it kind of you know, even though you know Montez Floor did a flip outside, but just so much momentum, like it just like the momentum overpowers, man. Like sometimes you think, oh yeah, I, I got I, I got just enough. And the next thing you know, you're fucking flying. <laughs> there was a spot before that flip. So Otis pushes Kevin Owens onto Chad. Mm-hmm. Chad does like a deadlift German suplex and literally Owens spikes his head on the fucking yeah. on the mat outside, and then the flip happens. So this whole match was basically a house show. Yeah, like that's yeah. all it was. It was just one big fucking house show. Because out of everyone, out of the four people that are in an angle, most likely next week they're gonna plug it for the Intercontinental Championship Fatal Four Away. Yeah. Nakamura eats the pin by Mr. Who do you think you are King Corbin? End of days, one, two, three. He beats Nakamura clean. I, I that that one, th- yeah. So this match, the ending to the match was a weird one because neither of the two are in a rivalry for them to to either take the pin or win. So like like they should have at least have somebody that was in the storyline win and and take the fall. But no. We got we got a random Nakamura and a random Corbin getting the win and loss. So at the end of the match, we see the heels like you know gathered together and like by the ropes. Uh, Apollo has the Intercontinental Championship hanging on the ropes. Sami Zayn is like right next to him. He That's yanks. Right. He just like yanks it like a little tiny yank, and Apollo's like, "What? He's like, <laughs> like, don't touch my title, my championship, mine." <laughs> My intercontinental championship. <laughs> so, I mean, you're like, to, I, I really do want to see what it is that they're going to be doing with uh, these four guys, Big E, Owens, uh, Apollo, and Sammy. So next week, we better get this match, you know, set up for uh, Redacted Backlash. All right, now it's time for Roman's new pose. He's this now. He's <laughs> down on the floor. And now he turns. And main event Jey Uso is there. And here we go with, with, with the love shit. I do this for the family. You know, you, you, you and I, we do. And you know what? I swear to God, this whole thing gave me Fast and Furious vibes. <laughs> Roman Reigns looking like Vin Diesel here. I do this because I love you. And when I love you, you're my family. And we're family. That means I love you, bro. And I love your brother. 
but you need to put him in line because we family, family, bro, family, family, family. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, boy, they fat boy. He's not playing, bro. Family over everything, bro. Like, <laughs> WWE presents Fast and Furious 10, Family Ties. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, now they, so now they're getting ready to go handle this business with Jimmy. To, to end the show. Yo, this was the longest fucking promo that they ever done. This is this is how Roman holds his belt, bro. I, I like yo, it's fire, bro. He he'd be like, Yeah, either he's holding it or Paul Heyman's holding it the way he holds Brock Lesnar's titles every fucking time. Yo, Paul Heyman be like, dude, with the time, he'd be like, Yeah, <laughs> Man, he'd be staring the shit out that title, yo. It's like, look at this piece of beauty right here. <laughs> This beauty means so much to this company. It's oh. better than New Japan. Like what? Oh. <laughs> no, it, it, it was a. It, it, it was a. It was a back. It was like a backstage segment that he did. No, no, no. It was like it was like they they went to commercial, but they show him backstage, and then you see, you see Paul Heyman with the belt, right? You see him with the belt, but then he's looking like on the side. He's looking at Roman too, like he so he has the belt right here, but he's looking at Roman like so serious, like. <laughs> like yo, I'm like yo, Paul. Like chill, bro. Yeah, or like Paul got to chill with that shit sometimes. All <laughs> right, so good at his job though. Well, go ahead, let's continue. The same way we opened the show is the same way we technically ended the show. All three men back in the fucking ring. Roman is basically, you know, I, I, I brought you back to to be a part of the family. I brought you back to acknowledge me. As the head of the table and the travel chief, and then you know Usos uh theme plays, and you know, he like again, they get in the ring, and this is where everything finally culminated. And now I liked this whole segment because they literally went back to hell in a cell. Basically, before they went all that, it's like I respect you, but I love my brother more. And one thing that I would never do is that I would never quit. And he brought up the whole thing quitting. Remember, Jay Uso quit because Roman put his brother in the guillotine in the Hell in a Cell match. Sure, he wouldn't let him go. He wouldn't let him go because he didn't want to acknowledge him as the tribal chief, as the head of the table. That's what happens when you don't acknowledge him. So... Yeah, they, they show they show everything that transpired at the hell at the hell in a cell match, and you know it, it gets it gets really it gets really serious with, within within these three, and now oh what the fuck was it? I think Cesaro shows up. Uh, oh no no no! Right, you Jimmy. Jimmy basically, well, Roman cuts his promo basically like, are you going to roll with us or not? And all this other shit. Jimmy rolls out of the ring. And I believe that's when Cesaro shows up and attacks Roman Reigns. Starts beating on him. And then, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, because, yeah, because it goes, it goes, he asked him, he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, if you're with us, he's like, he's like, if you're with us, then stand in line. And then he's like, if you're not, you can take your ass. He said he could take your ass right back home. Yeah. And, and then that's when he left out the ring. That's when um Jimmy left out the ring. He then his brother, then his brother goes after him, and then that's when Cesaro comes in, beats up on Roman, 
And then they both see what's happening. Jay, you know, being the, the bitch that he is, because that's what, you know, that's what they're making him look like in this whole scenario. He goes and saves his cousin. And then, you know, he gets beat on by Cesaro. And now Jimmy is, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place on whether to take his ball and go home or go out there and protect and go help and save his family. Mm-hmm. He goes back into the ring. He beats up Cesaro. Cesaro gets him, gets the advantage. Jay comes in. Two of the worst neutralizers ever. The first one was botched by Jay Uso because you know it was they, they uh, it was done too quickly. Yeah. Then yeah. Roman takes a neutralizer and he he lands on his fucking left knee instead of taking the full on front bump. Yeah, boy, they're not trying to take bumps, bro. That's like. Ending the show with Cesaro getting some heat back after everything that transpired earlier. We see the whole entire family, Samoan family dynasty, down and out, ending the show. And that's what SmackDown. There you go. What SmackDown. So, yeah, give your, give your thoughts about the show and the overall grade. Letter grade. Good. The show was pretty good. My only thing and like i said in the beginning it was the full advertisement on saying that we get an old school smackdown which we kind of got a lot of different versions of smackdown but we was the version that we were hoping for and the smackdown we remember the old school smackdown we didn't get that was my only disappointment honestly the mat the um the whole show in entirety, I I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a bars, like uh yeah I I give regular bars because it was good. Like yeah, like the, the show was good. Like there nothing, wasn't really nothing wrong with the show, but when you advertise something, give us that. You feel me? Like that's that's really my only thing. And yeah, so yeah, I give it a bars. I give it a B. I give it a B. Okay, so. My yes, my only complaint about this is just the false accent. This was an okay show. Mm-hmm. What it was, we got some matches um announced for a redacted backlash. We're probably gonna have more build up for it at the go home show. Yeah, most definitely. So, I I didn't have a I mean I there was some problems with the show besides everything that you know they tried to give us throughout the show. Yeah. There were some issues here. Again, the women. I mean, the the whole Bailey and Bianca segment, great. Yeah. Carmella and Ruby Riot, what why did you have Carmella win? Uh Reginald and Tamina. Well, hopefully, and this is the thing. This match is not even on redacted backlash because they're pl- they plugged it um for next week. Wow. Naya and Shayna are defending the women's tag team belts again. Against Natty and Tamina. Again. How long have they had those titles for though? And you know, I'm just I'm hoping that this is I'm hoping this is the end. I'm hoping this is the fucking end. (laughs) That they either switch the belts or they move on to something else already. The world, the world hears you, bro. The world hears you. Everything that happened with the whole entire family, the Usos and Roman, great. It was 
just great. Probably the best angles that they're doing so far. I can't wait to see what they're going to do next week. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's the nostalgia, the fucking nostalgia. There was hardly any nostalgia here. Again, you think that because you could give us snippets of everything that happened in past SmackDowns, it's nostalgia. No. You think that because you could bring us a former general manager from SmackDown, it's nostalgia. No. You think because you could have the referees wearing blue SmackDown referee t-shirts from the Ruthless Aggression era days means that it's nostalgia. No. You want to bring back fucking new generation themes and saxophone themes instead of giving us what you were originally supposed to do in the first place because of nostalgia? No. No. Solid, good. Everything that you did here was wrong. You fucked up. You fucked it up. You want to give us fucking VR fists and shattered glass because of nostalgia? No! Can you give us anything that we want in this company? No! Mike, you could give us bullshit like this week after week after week after week just to torment us. So congratulations. You basically turned your fucking throwback SmackDown into a fucking house show. A live house show for television. <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't ever do this again if you... I, I, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, too. You cannot blame COVID for this. You can't. You just can't. You can't use that excuse anymore. You don't have permission to blame an outbreak. Because you had all this fucking time. You plugged this last week. You had all this fucking time to go to the fucking warehouse to grab like anything. You could have made, you could have done the, the, the oval with the fucking fist. You could have done that. We didn't need VR shit. We didn't need like every generation from SmackDown because you plugged, you were trying to plug the original one. The original one. And you couldn't even do that. I know. I know how you feel, bro. At the end of the day, do we really have to depend on WWE trying to give us nostalgia every now and then? No! Even if it's for just one night only, if it's Legends Night, if it's Raw 25, if it's the 30-year anniversary, 50-year anniversary, 100-year anniversary, or it could, or what? It could be any day that they could bring back Legends, but it's just... It didn't deliver on what they were promising here. And literally, it was a disaster at the start. So yeah, like you gave it a solid bars. I'm giving it a solid good. Because I believe that's fair. Everything that happened within this show was good. Except for the both both women's matches. But I can't complain about what happened in the show. I can only complain about what they were presenting us. And what they presented us here was a mountain of cow shit pie. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah. follow us, youtube.com forward slash Ramble Mania Show. Stomp a mud hole on that subscribe button. Share for us with that thumbs up. Share with your friends. Let them know that Ramble Mania content comes out every week. And we give all that content for all of you to listen and view social medias. 
uh, Instagram at RambleMania Show, uh, Facebook.com forward slash RambleMania Show, Twitter at RambleMania. Our audio stuff, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. We give every single content for all of you Ramble Maniacs to enjoy weekly. For me personally, you can find me on iZombies, double I-Z-O-M-B, double I-E-S-Z. Jay, let them know where to follow you at. You can follow me as Savage Double A Pro Wrestle Podcast. Once again, Savage Double A Pro uh, Wrestle Podcast. For Hazel the Eye Zombie, for Jay Savage, we are Twin Magic. We are wishing you all a point in goodies. Hey, two sweets. Woo! You have to say. Oh, wait. Good night? Yes. God. Wait, oh, oh. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's do it. What was that? What was that? No, we can't do it. We're, we're recording. Just, just go. <laughs> all right, all right. Good night. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>